If you are an introvert, then showing up on social media can sometimes feel like a huge and heavy lift, but never fear. You are not alone. We have some fellow introverts here and we're going to talk all about marketing your business as an introvert. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show that blends stories and strategies to help businesses create engaged and profitable online communities using the unique power of social media. And now your host, Andrea Jones. Tara Reed, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I have been a low-key fan of yours for a while. I literally sent your website to my team like, look at how beautiful this is. (laughs) So I love everything that you do. Um, I know we're going to dive into our questions, but I'm just curious about you and your background. How did you... like Give us the overview of how you started your business. Yeah. So I first started my first business in 2007. It was actually a handmade jewelry business. And through growing that business and using my previous skills of SEO knowledge, I started to get people asking me for help with their business. And I found that I really loved that more. So I ended up selling the jewelry business and moving into more service-based, helping other entrepreneurs grow their business and just found that I, I really love that. I feel like I've pivoted so many times too. I initially started as a virtual assistant. Then I moved into just Pinterest management. Then I moved into more coaching. And now I think I'm kind of more of a strategist than anything. Um, And especially for fellow introverts, because I've definitely struggled a lot as an introvert in the online space, and especially with marketing and selling. And we need to be able to sell (laughs) to grow our businesses. And it, the, the online space, especially social media, it can be a lot for introverts or highly sensitive people. So my goal now is to help other introverts um, where I was many years ago and how I was feeling and kind of figure out different ways to do things that are more aligned to your strengths. Yeah, this is exactly why I love what you do, because I think there's this like idea that we have in our heads as business owners. We see like the celebrity entrepreneurs and their big personalities. And we feel like we have to be like that. And as soon as we try, it's like really exhausting, (laughs) like (laughs) almost instantly. So I'm glad that you talk about that because I think it's super important to find ways to market your business at work you know, for you instead of trying to mimic what, what you see out there in the streets. Um, so talk to me about how that showed up for you. You know, when you first started marketing your business or even now, you know, what are the ways, what are the things that you find draining about social media? Yeah. So I, um, I can definitely relate to seeing the big names and thinking that that's like how you have to show up. Um, cause we just, we just see that and, think, okay, that's that's how I need to be in order to be successful. And that's not really who I am. So I have to like push myself to be louder and more cheerleader kind of. And 
I did that. I tried that. And oh my gosh, it was so awkward. It was not just energy draining. It was very awkward and terrible. So it really, it didn't get me any results because people could can read you and see when you're uncomfortable or awkward. Um, so it wasn't really getting my message across. It wasn't connecting with my ideal clients and it was exhausting me. Um, so really it was just a waste of time um, trying to do what I thought I needed to. And the thing is that, you know, showing up as the real you, that's really how you're going to make connections. Like I, I wouldn't be able to find my place in this online space and, and realize that I want to connect with fellow introverts if I was trying to be somebody else, because they wouldn't connect with that. They would be like, okay, she's doing all these reels and videos as an introvert. That's amazing and inspiring. So that must mean that I have to do that. Um, and that's not what I want to tell people or like give them that impression. So for me, um, I'm also multi-passionate. So I always found social media a bit overwhelming, just the content overload. Like I'm, I love learning. So I felt like I was over consuming content mm -hmm. when it came to social media. And I really had to curate my feed and who I was following. And I, I always had it in my head. And I think a lot of us do is like, I, I feel bad if I unfollow somebody who's following me. Like it's kind of that I have to reciprocate thing. Um, so then I would just have thousands of people in my feed constantly and getting so much conflicting information. And it was just, it, it was like, it was causing me to be stuck because I was just consuming so much. Um, so for me, I really had to curate my feed. I had to set timers. I had to limit my consumption because if I was just consuming and not creating, it was kind of a waste of time because if you're just consuming and you're not actually implementing that information that you're getting, that's not a good use of your time either. So I think figuring out how you can make social media work for you, depending on your strengths. And like, if, if that's your issue, then there's things that you can do. Um, for me, I actually ended up leaving Instagram. So Instagram was the worst for me for content consumption. I would just scroll and never actually engage. I would just like, I would read, I would save. So it wasn't actually doing anything. Um, and I realized I just need to leave this and folk, uh, like I find it a lot easier to actually interact and engage in Facebook groups. Um, so shifting where you're showing up, it's okay to leave certain platforms. You don't have to be everywhere. And I think Instagram is probably the most popular one because, I mean, I was scared to leave too, because I, I, I think like, oh, my audience is on Instagram. So I have to be there. I have to do these things. I have to force myself to show up. But really, your audience is in a lot of different places. They're not just on one platform. So you can switch and figure out which ones are going to work best for you. Yes. I really like what you said about curating your experience on social media because so for me personally, it's like news related content. I was finding myself feeling so overly anxious by like consuming everyone's thoughts and opinions around current events and news topics. And so I, I feel exactly like you about unfollowing someone. So lately I've been muting people and it has been just like a breath of fresh air to my experience because there are some people who 
Um, I still haven't got over the hump of like unfollowing them completely, but like, I don't want to see their posts anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just mute them and then I don't see them. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely think there's a power in protecting your own peace and making sure that your experience is curated. Um, but I want to talk more about this Instagram shutdown. And then we'll also talk about what you do on Facebook. So talk to me about Instagram. What was your content plan? Because you talked a lot about like scrolling. Were you posting as well on social media or on Instagram? I was. Yeah. I, I've always loved creating content. Um, my issue was then like people would comment on my content and I struggled with actually like engaging and responding and crafting like what I felt like were good responses <laughs> because, um, so I would have all these posts and lots of engagement and then I wouldn't like build that connection with people. So it wasn't really doing much, um, other than people like liking the post and all of that. So, when I decided to leave, I actually looked at my data to see, you know, cause I had been spending a lot of time on Instagram, a lot of time and a lot more energy than that. Um, so I started to look at, okay, how many people are actually coming from Instagram to my website? Because that was my goal. I wanted to get them on my email list. And that's where I really was myself. I felt like for some reason, email just allowed me to be more of myself because, you know, these people signed up, they gave consent, they want to hear from me. And whereas Instagram, I felt like I was creating all this great content, but then I was kind of like, I'm contributing to the noise for other people. <laughs> so I, I felt differently about my email list, but I realized that, you know, Instagram was not driving results, that the results that I wanted. Um, and then I looked at Facebook where I was spending very little time and energy at the time. And it was getting like 10 times the traffic to my website. And that was wow. shocking to me because I'm like, I have no Facebook strategy right now. I'm not like consistent. I'm like kind of active in a few groups, but I'm like that, like there's no plan. There's no real energy behind it. And it's getting 10 times the results of all of this energy and exhaustion that I'm feeling. So that kind of solidified my thought that, okay, I can leave. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love a good looking at the data moment because I feel like, so first of all, there's something in, you, in your intuition that was like, hey, let's, let's check in on this. Like, this is not feeling great. Mm -hmm. I felt like the data kind of gave me permission because, you know, mm. when, I, I hear that a lot. Like, oh my gosh, you left Instagram? Like, was that scary? Like, and I'm like, well, it was, but I, looking at the data kind of gave me that, okay, it's, it's fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That like, okay, I can do this because it's not really going to impact a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I love this. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. I want to talk about your plan for leaving Instagram and then we'll dive into your Facebook strategy when we get back. I'm so excited to officially invite you to my very first in-person retreat happening in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, Canada, November 3rd through 5th. So this retreat was designed for established business owners who really need to get away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. You're tired of sitting on Zoom for yet another meeting with your kid crying and hollering in the background. 
and you're ready to work on the big picture topics like we talk about in this podcast episode. You know, these topics are so important and sometimes we do not carve out enough space to make important decisions in our business. And if that's you, this retreat is designed to help support you. So come join me November 3rd through 5th in Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, Canada. This hallmark picturesque town is perfect for hosting this retreat. It is all-inclusive. Your room is included. All your food is included. We are going to have some amazing conversations, some facilitators, and it's just one of those places where you got to be in the room. So check it out at SavvySocialRetreat.com. I'll see you there. And we are back. So you've decided to leave Instagram, but I'm so curious. Like I want to be super nosy about how you actually left because I feel like, I don't know if this is just me, but sometimes it does feel a little bit like you have a responsibility to tell people, Hey, I'm leaving. This is where I'm going. Did you end up doing something like that? I did. Yeah. I made a, a final post that was like, um, this is goodbye. And then I said, like, I'm, I don't know if I'll, I'm not saying forever, but for right now I'm leaving. And if you want to stay connected, the best place is going to be getting on my email list. Um, but I decided that, and I looked at the data in January and I didn't actually leave until June because I had so much content created that I could schedule. I was like, okay, I don't want to waste this content that I've already created and batch. So I actually scheduled all the content out from January until June. And then I was like, okay, so I'm just going to schedule this content. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to like spend a lot of time on the app. I'm just going to let the content do its thing just in case I change my mind and I decide not to leave. So that gave me a kind of six month period where I was like still to everyone still active on Instagram um, and kind of just, I, I think that was another thing that I did just to give myself that permission to finally say, yeah, let's, let's leave, uh, make it official. So come June, I posted the, this is goodbye. Um, Cause in those six months, I really didn't miss it at all. <laughs> mm, yes. I love that you gave yourself kind of like a runway too of like, I'm going to post this content, but I'm going to kind of step back a little bit and see how things go. Um, and that probably just really solidified your decision to go, yep, yeah, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It made it easier because it's, it's, it feels so final when you're like, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, yeah. so I was, I was careful to say like, I'm leaving, but I, I mean, I might be back. I might be back just and do, just do stories. Um, I haven't yet. It's been 14 months, but um, I could, I could like get that itch to go back on Instagram again. Yeah. Listen, Instagram will be there if you decide, if you decide mm -hmm. you want to go back. Um, okay. So I want to talk about refocusing on Facebook now. Um, and I've been noticing the same thing over the past maybe year or so. Facebook has been super active for me. When I was sharing about the retreat, the Savvy Social Retreat, Facebook's actually where like the social media platform where people signed up for it. Um, the rest of the platforms that just kind of got like some likes and, you know, some like, <laughs> this looks fine. Um, but Facebook people were like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go in. Um, so I'm loving like the energy over on Facebook right now. Um, so I want to know, are you on Facebook as a page or as your personal profile? Definitely as my personal profile. I do have a page, but 
I think it, the only things that are really posted there, I have an automation set up. So any new, um, blog post or podcast episode automatically gets shared, um, to the page, but otherwise I'm definitely sharing more business related content on my personal page. And then I also have a private, uh, Facebook group for any students or clients. So anyone who's purchased anything from me can join this Facebook group. So I'm trying to get that a little bit more active too. And I think as an introvert, it's kind of similar to email, how it feels like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm creating my own kind of community with like-minded people. So it's easier for me to show up in that capacity versus, you know, social media platform, like Instagram, where everyone can follow and consume and leave comments and all of that, it it feels like it, it's more cozy and intimate, which I think as introverts, sometimes we're able to show up more in those kind of spaces. Yeah. Kind of like being on display for everybody. And I feel like we've all had experiences where you know, social media brings out the worst in people. Like we've, you know, we've seen other people or have experiences ourselves where there are like nasty comments or, you know, like inappropriate comments. So I like that you have that space for yourself. Um, so for your personal profile, what is your plan for creating content? Are you kind of a go with the flow or do you also have batch created content for that, for that platform? Right now, I'm kind of in the go with the flow kind of momentum. I feel like it, when something sparks, I use Facebook as like a real authentic view of like my thoughts. So it's, it's more about sharing like in the moment, like what I'm thinking, if something sparked anything. Um, I am, of course, trying to like schedule the timed events or promotions. So if I'm in a, bundle or a new podcast has come out. I'm definitely like having that on the calendar, but when it comes to like the other kind of content, it's more on the fly natural right now. Yeah. Do you like, how do you feel about that piece as an introvert? Because so part of my, part of the reason that I feel like I can show up on social and I do consider myself an introvert though, I'm on the edge, right? Like I can be extroverted if I need to be, but mostly like leave me alone. <laughs> um, but I do find that batch creating content when I do feel energetic helps me show up because most of the time I don't feel like creating content. <laughs> so I'm always nervous about like a go with the flow kind of strategy because I feel like if, personally, if I do that, um, there will be not a lot of going with the flow. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about how that's working out for you. Are you finding any stumbling blocks or do you find it kind of freeing? I, I find it pretty freeing right now. I do, um, like batch and create a lot of content for like my blog, for my emails. So I feel like I always have that, that I can kind of pull from and repurpose. Um, if I'm ever stuck in like, oh, I haven't posted anything this week. Like, let's, um, have I not had any thoughts like on the fly this week? Um, so then I'll, I'll pull something from content that I've created for other channels, um, just to make sure that I am able to stay consistent without worrying about not showing up at all when I'm doing it on the fly. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love a good content repurposing too. Cause there's like, you create a ton of content. 
I do. Yeah. I, I love creating content. It's, it's so fun for me. And then also making the most of it. I'm, I'm definitely big on repurposing because I mean, if you create one piece of content for like email, for example, and people are loving it, you're getting lots of replies or click throughs, like however long you spent on that email, why not make the most of that time? And you know, I've resent emails. Like if I had a really good email, I will make note of it. And like maybe three months after I originally sent it, I will go in and I'll like create a new broadcast, duplicate it. And I will send it out to anyone who's been on my email list now, just signed up from the last three months because ah. they didn't get it. So this is a good email. I want them to get it too. Um, or even if it's really, really good and it's evergreen content, putting it into an email sequence so that automatically every new person will get this awesome email I created. Yes. Oh, I love these tips. And I think, you know, as much as I love social media, email still where most of my conversions happen. So social media and email marketing to me are like a power couple, which I just love. I love it. Um, okay. So anything else in your habits, your marketing habits today that really help bolster your business? I think for me, it was when I like the really, the big thing that happened to me was when I was doing all the, all the reels and doing all these videos and, and following the lead of who I saw as the bigger names and successful on social media. Um, I kind of just sat down and had this, I, I call it my self-acceptance moment because I was just so drained and exhausted. And I'm like, if this is how I need to market my business, like I'm going back to a nine to five. I just can't keep this yeah. up. It's just, it's too much. And so I decided, okay, well, you have like SEO knowledge, you do love your email list, but at the time I wasn't really consistent with it. Why not go all in on those methods and just be yourself and do things like that feel good to you. You don't have to pretend you don't have to like dance on reels. You don't need to um, do these like very scripted videos or anything. Um, you can just be you. And I think that was the biggest transition for me is realizing that you know, you, you can do things differently. You can do things that feel good for you and you can let go the things that maybe aren't serving you anymore. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're letting go forever. It just means right now, maybe there's another marketing strategy or method that you want to focus on um, that's going to work for you even better. Yes. I love this so much. And I know that you dive into this conversation a lot in your free webinar, Marketing as an Introvert. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So this free webinar, it covers what I call the four marketing methods that I recommend for introverts. So it digs into email, blogging, Pinterest, and social media, but looking at social media in kind of a less socially kind of way or energy draining kind of way. Um, and then how you can use I, I usually recommend picking two of those methods um, out of the four and then how you can make those two work together. And then you can always mm -hmm. add on other things and kind of layer them in, but just focusing on two that work together seamlessly and how you can use your strengths to really grow and drive your marketing and your business forward. 
Yes, I love this so much. Y'all definitely check this out. What an amazing resource. That will be in our show notes, onlinedrea.com slash 272. Um, We'll put the link with this podcast episode as well. Tara, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Awesome. And thank you, dear listener. We'll be back with another episode soon. But that's all for today. Bye for now.